All right, bradcooney.com. I'd like to welcome into the show hip hop recording artist Ozzy Nicole. What is up? What's up, you guys? What's going on? Not much, man. What's going on with you? You got a lot of stuff going on. Let's talk about it. Yeah, I'm excited. I'm really excited. Um, well, I just actually dropped my mixtape, too, so that anybody can go and look that up. Like, I dropped that literally last Friday. Last Friday. Um, so you guys can look that up. It's on my mixtape. It's on um, live mixtape, audio mac, anything, all, all the little mixtape apps. Um, the so name what? of it is Wonderland, Volume 1. And uh, you can also get them, well, not all the songs, on iTunes. So some songs I couldn't put on iTunes because they're like covers. So yeah, you can only do mixtapes for that. So if they want to hear the whole mixtape, then you got to go on like live, live mixtapes or um, my mixtapes. But okay. if you do want to hear certain songs, you can find them on any of the other streaming websites. Okay, right on. All right, cool. So, so I guess let me just back up and ask you... Um, how it all started? How did, how did you get into hip hop, rapping, the whole nine? How did you get involved? Um, actually, I've been rapping since I was about twelve. Well, I've been doing music since I was about twelve. I started rapping when I was fifteen. Um, I ended up doing a talent show in middle school, hmm. and from there, it kind of just—I fell in love with that. I felt like it was more of a passion than just a hobby. So ever since then, I just literally been trying to chase my dream and. When I got to high school, um, just by hanging around different people, I started rapping instead of singing. And from there, I just fell in love with rapping more than singing because I felt like it just expressed me a little bit more than this singing. Plus, singing is a little harder. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, um, I guess it depends on who the person is because some some people just will never be able to rap and some people will never be able to sing. <laughs> you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So if you can do both, that's impressive. Like, yeah, blessed to be able to do both, and I was like, it definitely is a blessing because, like you said, some people can't do either or. So it's just kind of like, hey, I'm gonna just push it the best way I can. Yeah, of um, course. And just go from there. Do you um when you when you rap and when you write songs, do you also include singing, and do you rap and sing in the same songs? Um, yeah, I do. Sometimes it's not even intentional. Literally, it just mm. happens. Um, but sometimes I'm, I do aim to like do like a hook and it's like me singing and then come in on the first practice so what about um beats you make beats no i don't make beats i want to get into it though because i have a ear for it yeah like i can sit here and tell people exactly how i want my beat to sound mm-hmm. so i kind of want to get into it i just have to kind of take the time out to start getting into yeah, the reason why I asked that is because I've 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 interviewed a lot of hip hop artists over the past six months, and mm-hmm. I, I see that as a trend. I, I really see more and more hip hop artists that are that are making their own beats, or or they or they're or they're making money actually making beats for other artists. Mm-hmm. So That's what I said. I'm gonna try to do. I guess it's like some people try to be like kind of like good Cole because he's like a he's an artist that inspires me, and he um. He does everything, like, he produces tracks, he writes his tracks, he yep. engineers his tracks, he does everything. So I guess that's more of the motor sound, kind of end up taking out the middleman, I guess that's what people are trying to do. Yeah, I agree. But, um, yeah, so. I think, I think, honestly, I think for artists that are, that are trying to 
you know, make money and try to get to the next level. It's a tough business, you know. So a lot, a lot of artists, you know, they're making a little change, you know, but they're not, they're not making like big money yet. So it's almost like it's a lot cheaper just to learn how to do some of that stuff yourself, you know, as opposed to paying producers and paying, you know. Yeah, that's exactly what happens. Because I told myself, I said, if I knew how to engineer, I would cut the studio out. <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly. Um, who are some of your influences? Your your musical influences? Who 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 inspires you? Same way, and I, I, you know, I'm, a, I'm a lot older than you are, so I go. I got my hip hop throwbacks are like Run DMC and Tone Loke, and even before Tone Loke, Kumo D, Kumo D, and, and uh, of course Tupac. Um, oh yeah, and, Pop. Yep, yep. yep. Run DMC, my dad still looking for them. Yeah, oh. man. Me, me, and your father are probably about the same age. I, I, see, I'm from. I, I grew up. I grew up in uh, upstate New York, so I, you know, Run DMC is from New York. And I remember, like, when I was in high school, like, everybody wore Adidas sneakers because that's what Run DMC did. It's like, everybody wanted the Adidas. It was, like, the trend. I've been trying to get, I've been trying to get up to New York, too. That's one place I've never been. I'd have been to, like, Chicago, Detroit, oh, Maryland. I've never been to New York, so I definitely want to get up here soon. Oh, for sure. you got to make that happen. All right, so... Looking through your bio, you got a lot of really cool stuff that I'm going to get to in a minute. Um, what about material? Do you write all your own stuff? Do you write every the lyrics and all that stuff? Yep, I write everything. And I think literally, like, sometimes I, I really kind of, I was thinking about doing ghostwriting, but it seems like the more the industry grows, it's like people get down for having ghostwriters. And I'm like, that's crazy because basically it's still a part of music. And it just makes the creative process a lot better. Mm-hmm. I think I think um, I think ghostwriters have their 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 place, but I agree. I think that when somebody writes their own material, it, it comes out more more believable, more believable. Exactly, exactly. You feel it a lot more. Yeah, I feel like I'm 
Right. I totally agree. So let me ask you this. So when you when you hear a beat that catches you, you know, catches your ear and you start you know, you start feeling that vibe, like like how do you like what is it that, that creates the lyrics though? I mean as far as the the, the the content, like what like what do you know what to write about? Do you see something that kinda of reminds you of something and you write about that or what is it that makes that actually formulates the lyrics? Um, frame of mind and mood impact the type of lyrics you write? both ways so like when you're writing a song what if you're mad or you're upset and those lyrics come out and that song gets written and, and you know and then released somebody out there is going to vibe on that and they're going to feel that and it's actually going to help them you know what i mean it's going to be medicine for them too yeah right What's up? All right, so this is pretty cool. I, I, I'm reading your bio here, and it's like you got you got some really big shows coming up. You're opening for some really big names. Talk talk about that. Um, 
like with three of my songs that's on the mixtape, and I'm just gonna collab with them all together. There you go. Go together, and I feel like that's a, like a different vibe to give off for a video too, compared to like the normal one video best for a track. So I just got a bunch of different ideas, a bunch of good things coming. I'm really excited. Um, yeah, I'm just, I'm excited. <laughs> you, need to, you need to be excited because opening up for Chris Brown, I mean, you're talking about somebody who sold like 100 million records. I mean, I mean, I mean, yeah, and, and you know, and, and you know, there's going to be people, the odds of somebody being there that's with the Chris Brown, you know, group. Yeah, like that's what I said too. I was just like, I just feel like maybe someone right. picked me up. Yep, and you know there's there, there's a lot of room for more female well, rappers too. And yeah. I'm, I'm talking for, for for there's just a whole lot of room for it. I, I wish there was more. I, there's a, there's kind of still a there's still a void there. There's not enough women in, in hip hop that are that are that are making it big. You know what I mean? What's so crazy is I have posted a post about a couple weeks ago, and I stated I said I said what's so a lot of y'all have against female artists? And some people was like, they would comment, and one of the comments that kind of threw me off was, I don't listen to female artists because I can't release anything that they say. And I kind of just like took it as, well, every rapper that you listen to, you can't release to everything that they say, you know? That's like, a fact. That was a, that was a, that was a pretty sexist right. comment. Whoever said that was kind of stupid. Yeah, so I was like, <laughs> I wonder if a lot of people feel that way. But then again, I get, I do get a lot of respect out here, you know, in my area just for me doing what I do. And I think it just depends on the type of, I guess, the crowd that you're reaching at that time because some people don't really pay attention to female artists. Like, when you post them on, on Instagram or whatever, when you're trying to promote yourself, it's harder, I think, for females because they look at us and they're like, ah, oh, they can't rap. Most of the time, I really think that's what people think. And then when they hear me though, like when I perform, it's like, oh, I should have been up like <laughs> you. Yeah. I didn't know you were this dope, and I literally get that reaction all the time. And I just be like, hey, you know, yeah, like, you should have recognized. You should have recognized yeah, before. Like off track, like <laughs> exactly. You know, it's amazing when someone says that but they, they can't relate to female singers. It's like. I like, I mean, I mean, like Whitney Houston, Adele, these are all people that I've, I've listened to for years, man. It's like, I, I just can't wrap my head around somebody not being able to re relate to, to women singers. Exactly, because that's why I was just like, this person is kind of like, yeah. maybe a feminist. Yeah, that sounds like a man. <laughs> I don't know, that was just, I don't know, because I mean, hey, everybody's going to have their opinion, I know everybody's not going to be on board, so I kind of just learned that the hard way of... You know what? 
not a negative route. And you know what? When you start getting haters, that's actually a sign that you start. That you, that's right. There's an old saying. I love this saying: "Success breeds hate." Did you hear me? It does. Yep. Success breeds hate. Once you got haters, that means you're doing something right, man. That's great. Doing right is exactly staying on that right path because something that they accomplish or they could do. Yep. So you mentioned the mix, the mixtape you dropped. What other music you got going on? Um, you know, when, when, so when you're playing up there, when you're when you're hit rapping for like, if you, have, you open up for Chris Brown, for, you know, and, and Kendrick Lamar, um, it's like how much material do you have? Do you have some EPs? Do you have some stuff that you have already, you know, released before this? Yeah, I had um, a couple of things already released already, um, and then my mixtape I just dropped that. I'm yep. working on my album that's gonna be done. Like literally, my album is almost done. I just didn't want to release it back to back. I kind of wanted to promote a lot more and kind of bring a bigger name. Well, get my name, bring my name a lot bigger before when they drop the album. Yeah. Um, I feel like that would be like the best marketing plan for that. So. Um, it is. But yeah, you can look me up. Like, literally, y'all can find me on SoundCloud. Um, I'm on uh, iTunes, Spotify. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I know I pop up up here a couple times. Because I just end up putting, like, all my stuff on all the streaming uh, sites for anyone. And I know most people stream nowadays more than go plug in a CD. So I just try to make it you know what you need to do is like when you open up for Chris Brown and, and uh, Kendrick Lamar, you got to try to get a picture with both of those guys. And I and, and then then what? And then what? Hold on. So then, so then what you do when you get a picture with both of those guys? Then you drop your you drop your album, right? When you drop your album, then you got to market that album as you opened up for Chris Brown and Kendrick Lamar. You, you throw that picture up there in the graphics of them guys. And that's that's how you're gonna sell some more records. I, I remember that more than my notes and said it right, you know. <laughs> I mean seriously, because like when somebody that'll definitely that'll definitely help because that was my whole goal. Like get get these shows out the way, drop the album, boom, your name got a buzz coming from it. So now people are gonna be willing to be like, Oh, who is she? Oh, well, wait, they'll say who they'll say who is she, but then they'll look at the picture. And they'll and they'll see the graphics opened up for Chris Brown, opened up for Kendrick Lamar, and then they'll see your picture with them two guys, and like, oh, this this girl got to be all right, man. They're, she's always she's opening up for these guys. Yeah, that's how I felt. That's what you got to do. That's how you market that thing. That's how you market it, and then I'll spread it all over my social sites for you, and that's how it works, man. I'm excited, though. I'm, I'm really excited. I'm just so I just I'm just glad I'm. Finally making progress. Yeah, the music industry is hard. It is. It is. It's nice when you when you you know when you when you're seeing yourself taking some some bigger steps and that, that hard work. It does pay off, man. You just got to stay diligent. Oh yeah, I'm excited. Oh, I'm so excited. I get everything about it. <laughs> <laughs> so um, so let's talk about your, your your. Of course, we talked about your your opening up for Chris Brown and them. Um, what about the rest of 2018 going into 2019? What are some goals you got? Where do you want to be at the end of 2019? Um, a couple of goals that I have are, of course, getting my album out. Um, I really want to, you know, complete the mini movie that I got. Um, 
I want to basically I want to start doing more shows I know my goal is really now to just brand and push myself yeah. and I know it's like a small goal but that's like a big goal to to most artists because it's like it's, that's the hardest thing to do to get people to just open your link or open your song um, or, or, or listen and I know it's just because they don't know of you I know that's part of the issue sometimes but Sounds like you got a great work ethic. I listen to your music. You're definitely talented. I mean, you can definitely rap big time. So keep that up, man. You keep getting, you keep focused, and um, um, and then when when you got some, you know, when you when you're about to drop that album, I want you to, to reach back out, and we'll get you back on on my show, um, and we'll, and we'll talk. I'll do my best to try to help you out and promote your stuff, man. All right, well, um, before I let you go, um, I want to give you an opportunity to tell the listeners out there where they can find you on your social media, where they can get your music. Hey, you guys, you guys can follow me on Instagram at I am Asi Nicole, that's I-A-M-A-S-I, N-I-C-O-L-E, on Twitter, it's the same thing, Facebook, um, it's just Asi Nicole, and my SoundCloud is um, Asi Nicole of Littleville. Yeah. <laughs> 